This podcast is brought to you by my prenatal vitamin of choice, Parallel. Parallel was founded by two LA moms and their OBGYN, and it's the first and only OBGYN founded women's vitamin. What sets Parallel apart is that most prenatal vitamins are a one size fits all throughout your entire pregnancy. But Parallel has formatted their vitamin packs by trimester to give your body exactly what it needs as it continues to grow and change throughout pregnancy and even in postpartum. I have been taking them for my entire first trimester and I love that they contain everything I need to support baby's early development, but also contain things like B6 and ginger to help combat nausea. Yeah, that has definitely come in handy. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for this audience. So use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. Hi everyone, welcome to week nine of Pregnancy with yours truly. I'm Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the comedy writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast, Big Kid Problems. And I'm also nine weeks pregnant. So welcome to the show. If you're new here, um, I have actually heard, okay, so we're at week nine and I have heard since the beginning of this little pregnancy journey that week nine is the peak for feeling like shit. I've been nervous about it this whole time, uh, but it's because the pregnancy hormone HCG is circulating in your body at its peak level. So this is when our symptoms might be at their most severe. Um, This is when our morning sickness might be at the most severe. But on the bright side, I like to look at this like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like if this week is the peak, once we get through it, things are going to get easier, right? Right? God, I freaking hope so. Um, So I've been nervous. I mean, honestly, a couple weeks ago when I read that week nine was the worst and I was feeling so horrible, I'm like, I can't imagine this getting much worse. So for me, week nine honestly hasn't been any worse than the last few weeks. Um, I'm honestly not any more miserable than I have been. So I guess that's a good thing. Like I'm at the same level of misery. Um, It it honestly hasn't been... um, um, significantly change. It hasn't significantly changed for me at all. But that being said, I mean, I still feel freaking terrible. Um, still dealing with a lot of the same stuff, like zero energy, feeling nauseous from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep at night, not being able to eat, you know, all the fun things that we've been talking about the last, uh, the last few weeks. Um, I actually traveled this week, so this is another thing I've been nervous about because I we had booked this trip. Um, we had booked this trip weeks ago, and I knew that I was going to be traveling during week nine when I was going to be feeling the shittiest. Um, but it's actually worked out. Uh, we did a little trip to Sedona, which is apparently a very 
big like healing community. It's supposed to be good for like healing and energy and all of the things that uh, I could use right now. So that it's it actually was pretty fun. Um, I even hiked a little bit, which don't recommend hiking at week nine. I have to say, I mean, I had to take a lot of breaks. Um, I barely, I barely made it and it was literally like a mile hike. Like it wasn't anything extreme. Um, but maybe that was a little ambitious for this week. Uh, one of the cool things I did this week too, um, being in Sedona is it was, it was a full moon and there's like a very big woo woo community in Sedona. And we, we met with this like energy healer lady to do a full moon ceremony, which I don't know if any of you out there know what this is, but basically I guess during the full moon, whatever, there's different things, different types of full moons out there. But for this one, she was like this, for this ceremony, you want to clear things that no longer serve you. You want to think about, you know, what happened, you know, what's, what your thoughts are, what's coming into your life at this time and, and take the things that are no longer serving you and use this full moon to get rid of it. So I, maybe it was like the Sedona vibes. I don't know what was going on, but I actually like really tapped in, um, to some fears that I had around motherhood. Like I, I realized like deep down that I was very, it slash am, <laughs> I'm not going to say overcame it, but, uh, I do have some like deep, deep fears that I'm like not going to be a good mom. Um, so that came up this week, which was interesting. And I kind of being in Sedona and being in like the energy vortex is there or whatever is that they say is so healing. Um, I, I was able to dive into that a little bit. Um, and I realized it was causing a lot of this like outward anxiety that I I've been experiencing over the last few weeks, but we did this full moon ceremony. We cleared it out and I, um, you know, thought about it a little bit and, you know, talked to Brandon afterwards and, and, and actually it was actually very, very healing, very soothing. And we had like a conversation about it and, and he was just saying, you know, I, I brought up some of my fears around being a bad mom and he's like, these are, you know, none of this, these are not facts. This is not truth. These are things you're telling yourself, like you're going to be a great mom. Anyway, that was, that was, um, the big thing for me this week is that I did kind of tap into some of the fears that I've had around this whole thing. And they say that this is really common, um, especially this early on in pregnancy, but we've had a few weeks to kind of process, um, some, some fears might be coming up. Some anxieties might be coming up. And this is something probably not just I, but most of us or a lot of us, um, will experience at some point during these long nine months. Uh, all right. So I think we should talk a little bit about some of the symptoms. Um, all of us will might be feeling, uh, since it is technically supposed to be all of these symptoms are supposed to be at their most severe right now. Um, so obviously morning sickness is the big one. Um, I like to call it all day sickness. Uh, but I did read this fact this week. I mean, up to 80% of pregnant women suffer from morning sickness. So I guess the good thing to note here is that if you're suffering with it, you're so not alone. Most pregnant women, um, are going through it. 
And I did, I was thinking though today, I'm like, that means 20% of women don't have morning sickness. So if you're one of those chicks listening to this show, I mean, what's it like to be God's favorite? (laughs) I'd really like to know. Um, Fatigue is obviously the other big one. Um, I've been zapped this week, this month, this whole time, basically. Um, Fatigue is real. I don't know if anyone else has like changed their bedtime significantly. Like I'm in bed at 8 p.m. every night. Like even traveling uh, was a little bit tough because we traveled from central time to um, Pacific time. So I had to stay up a little bit later than I was used to. And that was definitely an adjustment, let's just say. Um, obviously another big one is, is frequent urination. So one of the reasons behind frequent urination is like our uteruses are expanding and there's major blood flow to our pelvic area at this time. So you might be noticing that you'll, you'll need to head to the bathroom more. And at least for me, like I've noticed, like when I have to go to the bathroom, I like have to go to the bathroom which is kind of new like usually I can hold it for a really long time but like Brandon and I were driving from um from Sedona to Phoenix to catch a flight and I had to pee I'm like I kind of got to go and he freaking missed the exit and I swear to god you know when you're on those like long stretches of roads where it's like 15 minutes between exits like it was one of those situations we missed the exit I almost divorced this guy. <laughs> I'm like, if you miss the next one, like I, I'm taking the car and leaving you in the desert. You know, like I was pissed, um, but I made it to the stop. We're good. All I'm saying, frequent urination, having to go. And when you got, when you got to go, having to go immediately is a very common side effect. Um, on that note, mood swings. So we've been talking about mood swings for the last few weeks I have to say this might be peaking for me at this point like I just realized that I'm kind of I'm kind of a nightmare right now (laughs) I can admit it at least I'm aware you know I think self-awareness is the step the first step um but it's annoying like I see I I know that I'm the worst right now you know like I'm miserable I'm cranky I'm lashing out like that whole I am me almost divorcing Brandon on the road uh, because he missed an exit like clear example. Um, I've also noticed I don't know if this is happening to anybody else but I've also become like kind of a slob like I just don't want to clean anything. I like am looking at a dirty pile of clothes on the floor that's been there for three days and I just don't fucking want to clean it up. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this, but I just can't seem to motivate to do like chores around the house. Like I'm like, I'm feeling like crap. My nipples hurt. I'm not going to pick up these clothes right now. I'm not going to fold laundry right now. Um, And to that point, like I just feel bad for my, for Brandon and maybe all of our partners. Um, If you can maybe spare a prayer for Brandon (laughs) during this difficult time. Cause I'm the worst. I've been, I've been pretty terrible. Um, but it sucks too, because I feel like, like I just got married. Like we're still 
super early on in this whole marriage. And like, I used, I usually do a lot of nice things for my husband. Like I, I love to cook. So I'm usually like making bomb ass meals. I'm usually keeping the house like semi decent, you know, like doing nice things for him. I'm not doing any of that. (laughs) I'm just complaining. Um, I'm just complaining. I'm crying. I'm like asking him to bring me food. And then when he brings me food, like not eating it, like I'm just, I'm just being a nightmare and I'm interested if anybody else feels this way. And one more thing I will say about this, I, the, one of the worst parts is, is I feel like I don't even look pregnant. So half the time I'm like, I feel like Brandon is like not even buying that it's pregnancy. He just thinks that I'm a dick. You know what I mean? Like I, sometimes I get frustrated with that, that at this early stage, like it's not so obvious that you're pregnant. So some of these mood swings and some of this like crankiness, I feel like isn't attributed to the pregnancy when it should be, you know, like, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but if you feel me, you feel me. Um, okay. Back to symptoms. This was an interesting one I read, um, about this week is nasal congestion, which I, I was experiencing this. I thought maybe it was just from like being on airplanes, but apparently, um, this is unexpected, but pregnancy can cause higher mucus production. So just something to note, if you've been experiencing that, maybe keep some tissues handy headaches. Uh, we've talked about this in the last few weeks. I mean, I've definitely had more headaches this week than normal, it's been bad. I feel like the pregnancy headache is so specific. Like I know, like I, I usually, I usually get, uh, you know, like my typical headache feels different than the headaches I've been getting recently where it just feel like, I feel like, I don't know, like very wobbly, very like my brain just feels like it's like in a bowl of mush and it just hurts. Like my whole head hurts. I don't know. It's weird, but it's like a very specific headache. I, I can't explain it. Um, okay. Heartburn. Uh, this is another big one that a lot of women face. Um, and it's because the hormone progesterone is coursing through our bodies right now, which it happens to relax the valve between our esophagus and stomach, which causes, you know, heartburn. And this is very, very common. Um, here's a couple ways that you can prevent it. If you've been experiencing this one, I haven't, I haven't really had bad heartburn, but I have had it um, when I eat a big meal at night. So that that's kind of weird. Like I've, I've noticed like I need to eat bigger meals like in the middle of the day because what I've been doing is like I barely eaten all day because food makes me just grossed out and sick. And then at night I'm starving. So I eat a larger meal and then I feel like even worse. I feel like shit. So the advice here is to avoid big meals at night, eat a little bit earlier. Another piece is to eat just smaller meals throughout the day. Um, and to avoid spicy or greasy foods. Um, to that, I say never. <laughs> spicy, greasy foods is like my freaking jam, especially right now. I have had, I have, I'm usually like a pretty healthy eater. Uh, like, let me just, let me just screenshot my meals today. I've had mozzarella sticks, um, macaroni cheese balls, and saltine crackers like those are the only three items of food that I've had all day today like I don't know at this stage I'm like I'm just trying to eat whatever I can and whatever like my body will let me eat and for some reason like greasy ass cheesy carbs is what's doing it for me right now um 
if you are experiencing heartburn, they say you can talk to your doctor about taking antacids. So I didn't know you needed to talk to your doctor about this. I've just been popping Pepto when I need it. And this is actually an interesting side effect. If you're taking like Pepto at night, you might wake up with a black tongue. I woke up with a black tongue the other day and I was like, holy shit, like what is going on? Like I, I thought I had, I thought I was dying. Like I like ran to Brandon. I'm like, look at my tongue. What the fuck? And we Googled it and and um, there's like all these things that were, were, you know, you basically Google anything and it like, tells you you have cancer. Um, but I realized later on that it's from taking the Pepto-Bismol. That is a, a clear side effect. So if you're getting a black tongue from popping Pepto, that's what it is. All right. So those are our symptoms for week nine. Hopefully you're hanging in there. Um, we're all in this together, baby. <laughs> Now let's talk about what's happening with baby at week nine because this is an exciting, we got an exciting week. So baby is about the size of a cherry right now. It measures about almost an inch. They say 0.09 inches. But for context, we were at about a half of an inch last week. So that's almost like doubling in size over the course of a week. That's a lot. That's a lot of growth. That's that's exciting. But it's also probably why we feel like shit. Um, at this time, too, babies are actually starting to look like babies. They have earlobes these clear little fingers and toes and little noses. Um, this is actually the final week that they're considered embryos. And next week they get to graduate into fetus territory. So that's exciting. Next week, we're all going to have some fetuses. Okay. So for our tips and to do's this week, there's not a ton of to do's. I mean, we talked last week about making sure you have your doctor's appointments, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I just found this interesting, um, so I wanted to talk about it this week is, is because I was uh, on a trip this week and I tried to go to the spa. Um, I actually, there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that we should know about spa treatments that aren't necessarily pregnancy safe. So I figured for the tip section, we'll talk about that this week. Um, obviously, the big one is no saunas, steam rooms, or hot tubs. I mean... I was at a resort this week and the only thing I wanted to do was go into saunas, steam rooms and hot tubs. Like, especially like if you feel achy, like I was on a plane for a long time, like I just felt bad. I'm like, Oh, I would just love to relax. But, uh, and so I Googled it. I'm like, what, what really could the harm be? But it's, it's bad. Okay. Like it is so not worth going in there. Um, and essentially why is because like increasing your body temperature to over 102 degrees Fahrenheit can put baby at risk for brain and spinal cord defects. Um, so it's, it's pretty bad, um, and just not worth it. And it makes me sad to say that, but it's the truth. Um, massages, so this is interesting. They say to hold off on massages during your first trimester, which is heartbreaking. Um, I actually still kind of got one and just like didn't tell my massage therapist. <laughs> and I think I'm okay. Um, but yeah, they say that it's not always recommended. But during the second and third trimester, you can get massages. But you should always preface that they're pre that they're uh, prenatal massages. You get like a specific type of massage. Um, so one of the spa treatments you can get is a body scrub. Yay. <laughs> this is the one they said is safe. I mean, cool, I guess. 
Um, facials are generally safe, uh, but they say your skin is extra sensitive. So stay away from like microdermabrasion or anything too harsh. Um, another one, manis and petties are okay, but they say to maybe skip the acrylics because they, those contain harsh chemicals like resin and formaldehyde that could have long-term effects. But those are the big things for spa treatments. Just some good stuff to know if you're uh, going through this pregnancy thing. And other than that, I guess that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Maybe share this podcast on social or send it to a friend you think might like it. If you have any other pregnant friends out there, send send them over here. Um, you can also connect with me on social at big kid problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore hall. I'd love to chat with you guys, see how your pregnancies are going, compare notes here. If you're being a nightmare too, I mean, help me make feel a little bit better about that. Um, in the meantime, I will see you back here next week for week 10 updates. Hopefully we are all feeling a little bit better after we get over this nine week hump. Until then, thank you for bumping along with me. It's a winter, but